Indiana, the good old Hoosier State. And when you hear that, what is the very first thing that comes to mind? Is it the paranormal? No? Well, it really should be. And I'm here to tell you why. We are back with another Haunted Indiana. However, I am a dirty, rotten liar, and I'll explain why. So, last episode, I promised that we had one more stop that Encounters with Darkness had investigated that showed up in Nicole R. Kabrowski's book titled Encyclopedia of Haunted Indiana. I lied. I lied. The the last stop that I believed was in there was actually me just making a note. So my apologies for that, but we're going to continue to launch this series. We're going to talk about all of the creepy places Indiana has to offer. And yes, these places will be places we've never discussed before. Not on this podcast. As titled, we will be discussing Whispers Estate. This place is located in Mitchell, Indiana, and it was built around 1894. Now, the information I am going to read to you is straight off of whispersestate.godaddysites.com. And here you can actually book reservations to stay in the house. You can go through their podcasts, you can listen to disembodied voices they've captured, videos they have uploaded, they have it all. I'll link it down in the description, so definitely check out this website if you're interested in going or just want to know more about it, because I myself have not yet walked these whispering halls. So the original owners were Dr. George and Sarah White. And I don't believe that this house was titled Whispers Estate when they owned it. Um, But around 1901, Dr. John and Jesse Gibbons purchased the house from the previous owners. The couple actually spent a lot of time adopting, adopting, excuse me, abandoned children. One of these kids was a 10-year-old girl named Rachel And she actually started a fire in the front portion of the house, the parlor to be exact. And she was badly burned. Two days later, she passed away, unfortunately. Um, And that she actually passed away in the house. It was one of the bedrooms upstairs. And this is one of the whispers that have been reported in the house. You can supposedly hear and see her sometimes. She's constantly being reported running through the halls. Later on, there was another child death, a 10-month-old infant named Elizabeth. She actually passed away in the master bedroom, and the cause of her death is unknown. However, she adds to the whispers that are rumored to be heard throughout these halls. You will hear a baby cry, and sometimes you'll also smell the scent of baby powder. Now, Dr. John Gibbons' wife, Jessie, actually passed away in the same bedroom that the 10-month-old Elizabeth had passed away in. And Jessie, unfortunately, she passed from pneumonia. So that's, uh, hits close to home for me. 
So if you happen to go to this estate, a lot of other people have reported when they are sleeping in this master bedroom that sometimes they wake up to the sound of someone really struggling to breathe, a lot of coughing. So again, we're just adding to the whispers. Now keep in mind, as it was pointed out, that the owner, Dr. Gibbons, he, he was a doctor. And I think that he was the only doctor in the town at the time, or at least one of the most popular doctors to go and visit. Because of this, there was actually even more people to pass away in the, well, in this house. And as the years progressed and more owners took on the house, of course, there were more deaths that were reported. There was a man that was in his 50s or 60s that died in the upstairs bathroom. There was a young boy that died from falling down the front staircase. There's been a few. So it is to my knowledge that the whole reason this estate was given the title Whispers Estate is because of all of the deaths that have been recorded to have happened on the property. And it has helped grow these rumors and these speculations that the place itself is haunted, possibly, possibly even cursed. When you have so many deaths that are being reported, it's very easy for people to go, hmm, well, maybe there's something just not right about that house. But as I pointed out before, we do have to keep in mind that both the owners of this house, both the original two owners of this house were doctors themselves. So there were a lot of people who did spend the very last of their lives in these halls. This is definitely a location that I would like to go to in the near future. It's been something that Encounters with Darkness has had in their mind's eye for quite a while. But do I believe that it is haunted just reading some of the reports? No. Just reading the reports alone, I do not think that that is enough information to say, oh, it's probably haunted. Because a lot of the reports I could possibly debunk on my own. Just speculating the debunking portion of that. One, a lot of the reports are scents and smells. This is an older home. It has gone through a lot of renovations, a lot of upkeep. Most of the home is made out of wood. So right then and there, you're going to have these little pockets that are going to absorb certain scents and they can later on release those scents to where you would think that you are suddenly smelling cigar smoke or you're suddenly smelling baby powder. That would be kind of how I would debunk those type of sightings or reports. A lot of the other reports are that when people are trying to go to bed, especially in the master bedroom, weird things start happening. They start hearing things. They start seeing things. And any time that you are in the process of going to sleep is kind of when you're, well, at least for me, my brain kicks in hyperdrive sometimes, especially when I'm sleeping in a new unfamiliar area and it is supposedly haunted. Okay. So my imagination is going to run a little bit wild there. I could definitely think that I have heard something or that I have felt something. 
when in reality it is just me kind of drifting into a sleep and at the same time fighting that. So I'm, I'm still somewhat conscious in that moment and somewhat not, but I'm not a sleeptologist here, okay? I'm just, I'm just going off of my own personal experiences and how I find it a little difficult to believe reports that are happening when, well, I was asleep or I was going to bed. Despite all of that, despite me still having a little bit of a skeptical stance when it comes to Whispers Estate, again, I would very much like to investigate this for myself. I would like to see if I can get my cameras to move as have been reported by previous investigators. I would like to see if I could capture photo evidence of a little girl's apparition running through the halls. There's even been times where people have captured video evidence of toys being manipulated and played with when clearly there is nothing there. So is that kind of one of those false situations where people are taking a very thin, clear, like fishing line string and pulling that and making us believe that we're seeing something paranormal? I I don't know. I don't know. We do know in the paranormal paranormal community that things like that do happen. So it does make it really hard to judge when you were just looking at video evidence. Was it tampered with in any way, shape or form? Despite all of that, despite all of that, just the history alone is enough to make me want to go there and contribute to the cause. Because once again, when you are paying to go on these tours, when you are paying to stay overnight and rent the location, this money goes back into the care of these places. And we can argue, oh, well, it's not really that historically important because nothing really happened there. It was just a doctor's house. But to me, that is that is an important piece of history just for the simple fact of there was a time in our development as a country when and all over the world when we didn't have hospitals and we didn't have all of these fancy sterile locations that we could dedicate just to caring people, caring for people, excuse me, all kinds of tongue tied today. But it's fascinating to me that we would have these open house places that we could go to one, not only host like funeral services for the community, but also to, to care for anyone who was sick. I mean, could you imagine having someone in your house who has a very contagious disease and you are potentially exposing that to your close family that you've sworn to protect. So the fact that these doctors would have went to so many extremes to not just keep their community safe, but also to keep their family safe in the process of them caring for the community, that deserves some respect. So yeah, all of the money that they're going to earn off of this, I do not feel that it is exploiting it. I do not feel that it is for personal gain. Even if this place is not haunted and there is no paranormal activity whatsoever, I my opinion is they deserve to run this house, allow people to come in and walk the halls for themselves and be able to maintain the house in the process. So this is just my input on Whispers Estate and why I find it to be so intriguing. Come back next week. We will talk about another haunted Indiana stop. Until then, stay creepy.